0: And welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast brought to you by the Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which in addition to being the podcast that you're listening to right now is also a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. Speaking of, our next live in-person show is coming up on Saturday. September the 16th Advance tickets are only $8 They're on sale now at laughingliberallymke.com On that show we'll have Chastity Washington, Marcos Lara, Bobby Hill We'll have a special activist interview with Angela Lang from BLOCK, Black Leaders Organizing for Communities And we will also have this week's comedian I'm so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Dana Ehrman Dana, thank you so much for being on the show again
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Matthew I always love doing this
0: All right, so Dana, one fun thing that's happened in the last couple of months is we have got to witness Ron DeSantis' presidential campaign crash and burn. Um, His numbers have been tanking. Unfortunately, that means Donald Trump's numbers have been going up, but we can still take some joy in seeing that DeSantis is going to get nowhere near the White House. There have been a bunch of stories about how DeSantis is having a hard time, how do I say this, acting like a human being and not the (laughs) malfunctioning robot that he is. Um, A story came out this last month about the lengths that old Ronnie boy goes to to try to avoid speaking to a 15-year-old child. Yep, the big bad Florida fascist is scared of a 15-year-old, so okay here's the story new hampshire has historically had the first presidential primary in the nation as a result of that candidates spend a lot of time campaigning in new hampshire and new hampshire's a really really small state there's this kid this 15 year old named quinn mitchell who since he was 11 years old has gotten sort of famous in new hampshire for asking presidential candidates questions democrats and republicans are right he's been to more than 85 political events he's met more than 35 presidential candidates in the past two elections so apparently he wants to be like a journalist when he gets older which is just adorable right so back in june he was at a desantis event and he asked desantis quote do you believe that trump violated the peaceful transfer of power a key principle in american democracy that we must uphold so not a hard question to answer january 6th desantis should be ready for this but desantis fumbles it doesn't actually answer the question and the awkwardly asks the kids like uh, are you in high school <laughs> yes it's like, it's like, yeah yeah high school why should any high school kid care about democracy right should you kids be TikToking or whatever the hell it is you're doing? So you fast forward to July. The kid sees DeSantis at a parade. The kid goes to all these events. He's a nerd. A kid after my own heart. He goes, he's at DeSantis at a parade. He tries to talk to him again but then Ron DeSantis' security guard grabs the kid and restrains the kid. The kid texts his mom and then they have meeting with Ron's wife, Casey DeSantis, who despite multiple witnesses, says that Quinn is exaggerating. This kid, still trying to get an answer for his question, goes to another event where staff members. For DeSantis, his super PAC start taking photos of him, and they uh, they point him out to security. One journalist saw a photo from a staffer that said "Got our kid." And again, this kid, by the way, is again he's really well known in the state. He's well known in politics. I don't know what DeSantis is thinking. Maybe he's going after the GOP's "I hate children" demographic, which would make sense considering all the damage that Ron DeSantis has done to Florida schools. Dana, it's wild. What's your take on all this?
1: Oh, my God. Where to begin? I feel like even as a 15-year-old myself, I wasn't as scared to talk to a 15-year-old boy as Ron DeSantis is. And I had bad acne, okay? I had reason to be afraid. Like, I mean, you have to know when you're in Ron DeSantis' position that questions are going to come up. Just like I know when I go back on the dating apps, I'm going to be asked if pineapple belongs on pizza or if hot dogs are really sandwiches. Like, I give all the credit to this kid, but like you said, it's not like a wildly inventive stumping question. It's just a competent question. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of mind blowing that it caught him off guard this bad.
0: It's embarrassing. Like, I, I again, which is, which again, I'm, I'm thankful it's embarrassing because what the, you know, he's clearly, uh, what he's done in Florida is just. Monstrous, right? Uh, but it's it's it is comforting to see he can't actually handle speaking to human beings, and that'll ultimately not give him a chance to get in the White House.
1: Yeah, seriously. I mean, Kevin McAllister had to put in a lot more work to <laughs> torment Joe Pesci than this kid did to Ron DeSantis. I mean, this dude was in the military mm-hmm. and it didn't prepare him to deal with the 15-year-old named Quinn.
0: <laughs> you know, yeah, especially Quinn, right? Like that's like like the like, like who's afraid of a Quinn, really? Not me. Yeah, not me either. I I mean I don't saw this like DeSantis with the whole hurricane that happened in Florida. Again, he's just doing so many like needlessly stupid things. He uh refused to meet with Joe Biden when Joe Biden came down, which again it's it's traditionally something that's not even like Controversial, like if, if a natural disaster hits a state, the politician, the governor, meets with the president because they're getting a lot of money from from the feds. And Desantis right. is still in this, this like this like stupid mode. He refused to actually meet with him, which again is just 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 so you know. Again, clearly someone who's a right wing fascist who is sticking to this like horrible script to the you know to the cost of his own constituents. There, it's 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 uh, again. I, I I'm glad I don't live in Florida.
1: Yeah, seriously. Like, not everything is partisan, dude. Meet with the president when your state goes through a disaster.
0: Yeah, it's not hard. Uh, Well, uh, Dana, another aspect of this podcast is actually a discussion of the art of comedy. What I've been asking comics lately is uh, how's comedy been treating you? What have you been up to? How has your summer been in terms of comedy?
1: Oh, my summer in terms of comedy has been super fun. I mean, we always talk about how in the summer sometimes there's a slowdown because people don't want to be indoors; they want to be outdoors. But I, I haven't seen it as much. Uh, I've gotten to do a lot of stuff at the local clubs and and a festival here and there, so I couldn't be happier.
0: Yeah, like what are some of the what's one of your funner gigs you had in the last uh, over the summer? Anything, anything that really stood out?
1: Man, man. Well, I just got to open for Jackie Cation in Oshkosh, and she is one of my absolute favorites. She is a Wisconsin native, and I feel like very similar to her, so I was glad to like finally be able to do that and meet her and everything.
0: Yeah. I mentioned at the top of the show, you actually are performing uh, on the 16th at Laughing Liberally. Uh, what? Do you have any, yeah. other, any other big gigs coming up in the next month or so?
1: Yeah, so that was a big one I was going to mention, but of course you did it in the intro, and then... Um, you know, this th- Thursday, a.k.a. tomorrow night, I'm at The Laughing Tap hosting for uh, James Adomian. Nice. So that's going to be really good. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to uh, coming up this month.
0: Well, in addition to this upcoming Thursday and Saturday the 16th at Laughing Liberally, where can people find you on the interwebs, on social media, to find out where your uh, comedy's taking place?
1: Okay. So on Instagram and X, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, my handle is at E-H-R underscore head. It's Airhead. It was supposed to help people pronounce my last name. I don't think it's done that, but that's what I've got. Mm-hmm. Also, I was, I also
0: wanted to point out, if people haven't seen this, uh, we were talking about this right before that we started recording here. Uh, over the summer, uh, Dana went to the Wisconsin State Fair and made a series of very, very funny videos uh, of, of her interactions at the State Fair. Well, t- tell us a little about how that came about and uh, where the people can find those.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm a big fan of Milwaukee Records. They're a local publication uh, that covers all things uh, Milwaukee and Wisconsin. And uh, they knew that I'm a West Dallas native and a local comic. So they were like, you know, that just sounds like a a good collaboration. They gave me, you know, the password to their TikTok and just kind of said, go nuts. And that's what I did. So if you guys want to look back at those, uh, go to Milwaukee Records TikTok. That's where that's at.
0: All right. And of course, we want to see you live uh, Thursday at Laughing Tap and then uh, Saturday the 16th at Laughing Liberal, Milwaukee. Dana, thank you so much for what you're doing and thanks for being on the show again.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening to Episode 78 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.